Good morning, everybody. How are you doing? On this uh, Father's Day here, I hope you're having a, a um, blessed time. I just want to make a quick um, podcast here. Uh, commemorating or honoring our fathers. And especially my father. want to um, give a shout out to him here momentarily. And most importantly, our Heavenly Father, who is able to show us all things. So, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you for today. Thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for what you've done for us, what you've given us. I thank you for the another day. Thank you for the, the life that you've given us and the blessings and the, the family and the, the your word that you've given us your love letter to us showing your love and compassion for us and giving us direction on how to live and how to operate how to teach our own families and lead our own families for you pray that you give us the the strength to carry on and help us um, to honor and glorify you in whatever we say and do we give you the glory and praise in jesus name amen all right, um, let's go ahead and uh, read the uh, scripture. So it is Father's Day, so we're honoring fathers. And that is a very important role in the family. And you cannot replace it with anything else, as some try to do, as the, um, the propaganda we have to deal with, all this pressure on the families from society is trying to destroy the family and ultimately the devil is behind it trying to ruin the family and trying to get the father out of the picture and hopefully we've realized by now that when once you do that the family falls apart because there has to be a father to lead the family I wanted to read Romans chapter 8 there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace, because the carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. 
but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give you life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirits or spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs. Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. That's a very amazing uh, scripture there that he shows us how to be, and we are already carnally minded, we're in the flesh, but through our Father. He's provided a way for us to be in the Spirit. By being in the Spirit is the only way to live. And we are now, we can call the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, our Father. And we call Him Abba, Father, a very intimate word. We have a close we can have a close relationship with him if we want to. If we draw near to him, he says he will draw near to us. And the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. If we do the work that he called us to do, the will we understand that relationship. Now, see, there's many families out there that are broken that don't have a father, and they may have they may have a mother, but a single mother. But the father is gone, has left, or they've they parted ways, and so the children don't have that father figure that they need. And that figure, that father, is very important to provide for the family provide the sustenance and the care, the protection that the family needs from all of the, the propaganda that's around and from physical threats. And the father is made to do that, to protect and to provide. And it's very critical to have your father in the family. And, and I thank my heavenly father for my father who did that. My parents are missionaries. And I've been a missionary my whole life, um, you know, since I was, they were, they gone through Bible college and were headed to uh, Rhode Island as missionaries. And actually we moved to Rhode Island when I was about a year old and we stayed up there several years. It was over 10 years altogether, but we were there initially about five years and then we were back and forth with the church that had been started up there. Um, and my father, you know, and my family is a 
a key role. And he has been there and has been teaching me and my four younger brothers what a father should do, providing for us, caring for us. Now, we never had a whole lot of being missionaries because my parents decided to sacrifice those sort of things, the carnal things, for the spiritual things. And we moved and left. They left what they knew and their families to go somewhere where they hadn't been before to spread the gospel to a place called Exeter, Rhode Island. And they went to teach others about our Heavenly Father. And they're faithful in that, and they're actually still doing that, not in Rhode Island, but in another place, actually in uh, Colorado, Fort Collins, Colorado. And they're still delivering the, the word of God to the to the lost world and in, just in a different area. And so being raised like that, being in different places, moving around to different churches, um, I st my father was there still a huge role in leading us and teaching us. He taught us why the importance of being a missionary, the importance of teaching and preaching, spreading God's word, the, the, you know, our Heavenly Father provided for us. He is, our Heavenly Father is our creator, and he provided for us everything. You know, when he created Adam and Eve, he put us in a garden, and there was everything there. We had everything we ever needed, all of the food grew on its own. All the animals were just there. All Adam had to do was to take care of it and provide for his family, care for his family. It wasn't even a, he didn't even have to protect his family there initially because God did it. Our heavenly father did it. So now we, at this time, because sin is coming to the world, there's that provision we have to do. We have to work a little harder. We're going to have to sweat. We're going to have to break our backs, providing for our families. And then there's a threat of someone else trying to steal, to kill, to destroy. But even in spite of that, we have my father showed me the our heavenly father and his protection. And no matter what came our way, we can seek his face, humble ourselves in front of our heavenly father who adopted us. There in Romans 8, and verses 12 through 17 specifically. And I'll read that again. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led of the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear but you receive the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs of Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified 
together. You know, I won't go into much detail, but my father actually experienced that in the spiritual and the physical. My father was actually adopted. He didn't know his biological father, but he was adopted. And my grandfather, my granddaddy Miller, as I knew him growing up, had adopted my father and shown him that love through the spirit, that support. And we see the father, Granddaddy Miller, showing that love, compassion, that adoption to my father. And then my father showing the same thing, the spiritual adoption. Because if we, get on, if we call upon the name of Jesus, we shall be saved. And that's what's most important is the spiritual. Well, there has to be a father there to show that. I mean, how is a child going to learn what to do or which way to go if the father's not there protecting or providing? And I know it's possible, but they will not. There is no way unless there is a father figure in some way. To be able to show them which way to go, what to do and what not to do. And how to have that the character and integrity. And to have the that backbone in time of adversity. To be able to stand your ground. Like Ephesians chapter 6 says. Against the fiery darts of the devil. Against the spiritual wickedness in high places. Because the devil's target, targeting boys. He's targeting men, but he's getting them while they're kids before they're strong enough to defend themselves through this uh, transgender movement, which we have a whole month to celebrate. And I think that the uh, fake president has put up a pride flag instead of the American flag up at the White House, I think. So I've been told. And they had a pride party and with some nudity. Now what kind of father would teach their children that? That's carnal things which only kills and destroys the mind and the body and the soul. But I thank God I had a father. I have a, when I have a father who taught me. The spiritual things. We're no longer in bondage. By those fleshly carnal things. That they're trying to bondage. Enslave us with. Now. But we can live free. Under the adoption of our heavenly father. Through the spirit. The spirit himself bears witness with our spirit. That we are. Children of God and if children then heirs just think about this heirs we're adopted so now we have a new relationship we have a new family instead of a spiritual I mean a carnal family we have a spiritual family which trumps the carnal because carnal is temporary but the spiritual is eternal and through the adoption of Abba father we have eternal life 
we're heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. And if you continue down in chat Romans 8, he says, because of this, because of that standing that we're in, a new standing, a new position, we were lost and dying and dead, and we were lost and confused. We were in the carnal. We were in bondage and slave to sin. But not if we've been adopted by Father. It says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pains together until now. Not only that, but we also have the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we ourselves grown within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. For we were saved in this hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. So now because we've been adopted by our Heavenly Father, the Rabbi Father, we're eagerly awaiting in hope for that eternal life where all things, where he creates the new heaven and the new earth. And now that's our Father doing that. He's provided for us everything we need. Now all we have to do all we have to do is trust him. Put our faith and trust in our Heavenly Father. He is the provider. He is the protector. And that's what fathers do for their families. So now, Father's Day is to help celebrate our fathers and those that do that, just that, provide for their families and protect their families. Without fathers, the family is vulnerable to all the the corruption of the world without a good father that knows Jesus Christ knows God as his father it'll still there won't be that the spiritual aspect of that most important thing is that of course the spiritual need so thank thank God for fathers thank God for them and thank God for the fathers that show their family the heavenly father without that direction without that example you know we have to we can teach all we want and say all we want but if you don't have someone that's living that example in their life. You know, you always hear the term, uh, do what I say and not as I do. That's not very effective in my experience. I believe that you have to, um, 
You're training up a child in the way that he should go. When he's old, he'll not depart from it. So there's things that you have to teach and to tell, but then you have to live an example in front of them that exemplifies those things, those spiritual characteristics. And we only get those by Jesus Christ, the Son of God, from our Heavenly Father. He gave the example for us to follow, and He gave us the instruction manual, the Bible. Basic instructions before leaving earth. It's His love letter to us, and He gave it to us to follow. So I encourage you as fathers to take the Word of God and to apply it to your life first get in the right relationship with God if you haven't already and then disseminate it to your children be an example be that rock that solid example I know we're not perfect but it's what we're working towards following being Christ like Christ was perfect He's the example we're supposed to follow. So just follow it sincerely and truly, in spirit and in truth. And we will be okay. You know, we were not going to be perfect until we've met Christ in the new heaven and the new earth, and all sin has passed away and everything's set straight. We won't be perfect until then, but we have everything we need to be complete in Christ now in spite of our faults. So we, we persevere to that end. So that's what this podcast is for, is to help to to thank the fathers and give them the credit. And most importantly, our Heavenly Father, we thank the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the, the strength to carry on in spite of what the um, the pressure is around us. We're thankful for fathers and for that example, the protection and provision that they give. And we thank you, Lord, for the uh, the provision that you gave us, creation. You gave us all the natural resources that we need, and you gave us ultimately the spiritual needs. We can't live without water. We can't live without food. But we can't live without the spirit, and we can't live without the word. And we're thankful for what you've done for us, what you've given us. And I pray that you would uh, continue to do such that help us to be the examples we need to be for you. Give the fathers the strength to be the examples and to uh, protect their families in spite of what the devil tries to do, in spite of the propaganda that he's pushing I mean, he's tr trying to destroy the children with their um, this uh, gender assignment, gender um, dysphoria, um, with this uh, the gender affirming care, with the furries. They're trying to teach the children that they're anything else but created in the image of God. There is no other creature that you created in your image except for us, for humans. All other animals are here to serve us, but you created us in your image so that we could serve you, so that we could have 
actually a relationship with you. You used to come down in the cool of the evening to talk to us. But we messed that up and then you made a way for us to, to renew that relationship with you and to correct it. We're thankful for what you've done, what you've given us, and we give you the the glory and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you all have a blessed day. Happy Father's Day. And see you next time.